0: Hi, this is Dr. JP Sanchez, President of Building the Next Generation of Academic Physicians. I want to thank you for joining our current podcast on success in the appointment and promotion processes. Today we have Dr. Gezer Ortega as one of our guests. How's it going, Gezer?
1: Hola, Dr. Sanchez.
0: I love it. I love it. So um, as you all know, um, The the purpose of Gap is to encourage more diverse trainees to consider academic medicine. Gezer, as a a successful academician, maybe we could start there. Maybe um, you could share a little bit about yourself, um, sort of your background, your diversity.
1: Sure. Um, Dr. Sanchez, I um, identify as a Dominican straight man um, born to immigrant parents in Brooklyn, New York. I went to Brooklyn Technical High School, then Syracuse University for undergrad. I attended Howard University College of Medicine in Washington, DC. And after that, I stayed in the DC, um, Maryland area for my training in general surgery and health disparities research, which included a Master of Public Health from the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. I am currently faculty at the Center for Surgery and Public Health in the Department of Surgery at Brigham and Women's Hospital, Harvard Medical School. And in my current role, I focus my research on providing equitable surgical care.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Um, so how, how long did it take you to, um, obtain this appointment?
1: It, uh, it was a process. It took over about a year. Um, just talking to mentors and trying to navigate what the next steps would be. And, um, what uh, what different institutions have and what the right setting would. Um, eventually, it led to my appointment as an instructor in the Department of Surgery and lead faculty for research and innovation for equitable surgical care at the Center for Surgery and Public Health. Um, currently, I'm working towards the assistant professor rank on the investigator track with a significant supporting activity in education of patients and service to the community. Okay,
0: great. And what do you think has made you successful in, in um, gaining this impressive appointment?
1: Uh, for me, I think the part of the success has come from publishing. Um, I was really active as a resident, um, fortunate to have um, close to 50 publications by um, as a resident and um, in many peer-reviewed journals. And and currently now applying for career development grants um, and having, most importantly, mentors throughout that entire process who can help me navigate each step. Um, as I've moved along um, in my career, I've identified new mentors, but also leaned back on my old mentors to help me um, get to the next step.
0: Great. I think that's extremely important to share as as many people are thinking about academic medicine careers and, and are wondering if it's a possibility for themselves. I know you must have overcome many challenges um, in, in the pursuit of becoming an academic academician. Can you share one or two of those challenges and, and how you overcame it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, There are many challenges um, and I think um, the most important for me was just kind of like um, either, you know, it was a, a a missed deadline or, a pay, you know, paper rejections, which you'll get plenty of or an opportunity that you apply for that you don't get. Um, I tend to always like apply earlier um, in the fact that maybe I'm not at the level where I should be to apply for something, but I still go for it because I'm like, you never know. Um, but that has been kind of like, something that my mentors have always pushed me to do. Um, But more importantly, the uh, biggest challenge is time um, management and figuring out how to balance all these priorities because you have clinical obligations, you have your research obligations, teaching obligations and your personal obligations and trying to figure out how to protect each one of those but also make sure that they're all moving in the right direction Um, sometimes can be really hard. Um, mentors will have helped me out a lot um, in kind of getting through those things, getting through um, those moments where you sit there and you're like, okay, this is like getting really rough, or I have no idea what to do. But you know, having someone that you can call or um, just speak to in person just kind of get you through it, um, but also failing fast. Um, sometimes it's tough and things happen, but if you just need to get right back up and get back to it. Um, make your list and go through it with your mentors, you know, talk to your division chiefs, your chair, and just make sure that they understand your goals so that they can continue to help you um, get, uh, achieve them.
0: Thank you. That's excellent. Excellent. Uh, practical advice. Um, any final advice or words of support for diverse trainees as they consider careers in academic medicine?
1: Yes um, work effectively with several mentors and especially your peer mentors. Uh, I think peer mentors are undervalued. There's um, in writing my career development awards having uh, my colleagues and my peer my peers help me and go through the same process. I've learned about a lot of resources through them opportunities. some like small tricks and like things that you can do to kind of figure out like how to navigate one aspect or just sometimes even just proofreading each other's work um, is extremely helpful and it's the same as a surgery resident as a medical student and even when you become faculty I think peer mentors are undervalued and something that we should um, work to cultivate more.
0: Well thank you again Gezer for for this um, great um, for sharing your journey but also your great words of wisdom and advice. Um, Bing Gap is very lucky to have you as a part of the family and we wish you um, continued success um, within the ranks of academia and and we look forward to celebrating your next um, uh, position um, as an assistant professor and associate professor and eventually full professor. So thank you again.